Hello everybody, it's time for another episode of Dreadful Talk. Really excited about this one, got a cool ass guest for y'all this week. Um, but yeah, it's episode 28. Just want to take a quick reminder, the long sleeve Dreadful Talk orange super thick, super comfy merch is officially waiting for me once I get back to San Jose. Currently coming to you live from South Lake Tahoe, California. Absolute paradise, love it up here. Um, be up here for the end of the week. Um, and yeah, th so this week's guest is none other than Stevie Newby. Um, some people from my hometown, Norman, may, may recognize the last name Newby. There's the, you know, the, the last name Newby. You know, we, we know Newbies here in, in Norman. But uh, Stevie Newby is a fantastic, fantastic rapper. Like, and I'm not just saying that because I know him. Like, actually, the other day, like about a couple weeks ago, actually, I was at the skate park. And his song came on, but I had my phone in my pocket. It was on shuffle. And I was just like feeling it so hard. I was like, this shit is fire. Um, this shit is so good. And I was like, who is this? Like, I can't, I wasn't like putting a voice to it. And, and then sure enough, it was my boy Newbie, who's this week's guest. So um, yeah, let's get Stevie on here with us. And yeah, he's going to be coming on here with us. I'm excited for this week. My God, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing real good, man. You even got your phone turned the right way and everything. That's a dreadful talk first. My man's prepared. Seeing you had it right, I was like, let me make sure I get my shit right here. Uh, oh, hell yeah, man. But I, I, so I really appreciate you, your time. So this is Stevie Newby, um, you know, musical artist, rapper. And, and man, you, you make some good-ass quality music, bro. Like, I know a lot of people that rap. And, like, you know, you always want to, like, you know, look out for the homies and all that. But, like, I swear to God, bro, like, the level of, like, listenability and, like, the quality of, like, the crispness of the audio and your music, bro, I feel like really stands apart, bro. That's real, bro. I appreciate it. That's all shout out to my bro, David, uh, David Vance. I don't know if you remember him or not, but, yeah, bro, he's a strong engineer. We've just been, for the past, like, four or five years, just trying to get it like that, you know, where we get that type of feedback. You know what I'm saying? So, no, yeah, bro. It's noticeable. Like I said, so I mean, I was just telling the listeners a little bit ago um, how, yeah, about a couple of weeks ago, I was at the skate park and I just had my shit on shuffle on Spotify. And, you know, I had already liked your shit. So it was in my rotation. And then like, uh, and I forget exactly which song it was, but it was one of the songs off your 200 plays tape. And I was just like feeling it so hard. I was like, this is gas. Like, but like, I, I had my phone like in my pocket. I had to finish my run. And then I was like, I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I was like, oh my god, this is the boy newbie. And that's yeah. how I messaged you. And yeah, here we are today, man. I appreciate that. Like I said that day, bro. I forget what song it was too, but I that was that song that you put on there. I remember it being like one of my favorite ones. So hell yeah, I appreciate that. My shit, man. I just been like I said, just trying to do it. Uh, I produced all the beats on there too, like everything that you hear. I always produce my own beats too. So yeah, yeah. no, that's sick, bro. Like, you can tell you put the time in, too. And, and, like, honestly, as somebody, like, back when I made music, that's something I struggled with. Like, I was always in a rush. I always wanted to hurry up and drop it. I always wanted to kind of cut corners and, and just not put the time in. And I'll admit that about myself. But you, you can you can tell that that you definitely put that time in. And, uh, and the, you can definitely tell, like, the chemistry. You said you've been working with the same engineer for five years. I feel like that comes through the speakers too, man. For sure. Like, yeah, like you just said it, bro. That's it. Me and bro's chemistry is like 
dead on point. Like he knows exactly what I'm going for in the booth. I know exactly what, what I need to perform to be able to get him a good mix and all of that. So it is a good duo. And I'm, I'm trying to do more, man. I got some more stuff coming and, and we're going to try to make some more happen. I'm just trying to keep leveling up every time, every time. I, bro, that's my same exact approach here I take with the podcast. Like, if there's one little thing I can improve each week, each episode, like, like you, you used to play football and, like, you know, it's kind of generic coach speak, but I swear to God, this shit applies to real life. Like, if you can get 1% better at something every day, you're going to look up a year, two, three years, and then be like, holy shit, I'm like, this came a far away. That's crazy that you say that, Dom, because, bro, everything that I do in life, like, I put that into football. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was watching one of your shows, and I was like, damn, that's so dead on because I live that every day. Like, if you if you practice, you're going to get better. If you if you work hard, if you want something, you're going to be better. Just like if you're going for a new position, bro, and you wanted it hard, study it, learn it, do it. That's it. Yeah, man, just, just the commitment and the follow-through. Like, follow-through, I feel like, is one of the most underrated – kind of keys to success or just things that separate successful people from people who want to be successful is really just the follow through. Like I'm a firm believer. Like a lot of people have good ass ideas. A lot of people have talent. A lot of people, you know, know people, but it's just the putting one foot in front of the other part, man, that people will see to miss. For sure. And I, and like, man, like I said, I've been, I've been watching what you and your boy do. Uh, the dreadful talk, beefy boys is all going good, man. Like, I like to think of me and you, like I was telling my girl, we're hometown heroes in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? It may be small what we're doing right now, but we keep going with it. One day it's going to be big, larger than life. So, oh, yeah, man. Them stock, them stock prices rising, brother. And that, that right? That's what we got to do. We got to, um, you know, because Oklahoma, we come from a place where those watching, you know, that may not be familiar. We're both originally from Oklahoma. And, um, and we both left Oklahoma in, in a sense to kind of, you know, pursue our dreams. Yeah. And, and, and but we both still got a lot of love from Oklahoma and like we, we want to like, you know, put on and, and you know, and, and just take take Oklahoma to that next level, you know, give us something to be proud of. Yep. Everybody knows that, like you just said, Oklahoma is a stock and it's only on the rise. We might have been down there for a little bit, but it's only on the rise. And, and yeah, we both moved out and shit. Honestly, I don't know if you can attest, but moving away from Oklahoma was the I like to say it was the best worst decision I ever made in my life. The worst, best decision. It was the dumbest. I was young. I was so young and I didn't know anything and I damn sure didn't have enough money saved up. <laughs> it taught me so much, like taught me so much. And now I can confidently say that I have dreams, I have goals and I'm doing what I can to achieve those things. So. Yeah. But, but you took that first step, that leap of faith, bro. Like nothing's guaranteed. And I feel like I have a lot of friends back home that like want to leave or every time we smoke, they would talk about moving to Cali or Colorado or whatever. <laughs> And then, but there ain't ever going to be that perfect time, bro, like ever. Like there ain't ever going to be a time when you got like a hundred racks and, and you yep. just, you know, a place where, bro, I moved out here. I think I had $700 cash that I got from selling my AR. And, right I, and I had like $700 cash, like like a quarter ounce of weed and, and a full gas tank, dog. I loaded everything up here in my pickup and just drove out here, bro. That's, I mean, that's basically what me and David did. Shit, we were at work like, like, let's move. And he was like, don't say that, bro, because I'm serious. I'll, I'll, don't say that because I'm serious, bro. I'm really about it. So next thing you know, the next day we ended up in Colorado. I think our fifth year was on September 25th. So, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. That's that's really dope. Yeah, because you was even younger than me. Like, I moved out here when I was like 22. But how old you? 18, 19? How old are you? Moved to Colorado. Wow. Yeah, man. That's a, that's a whole different ball game, man. I uh, – 
I got to say, though, like, since moving out here, would you say, or moving out to where you're at, would you say that it, like, helped you, like, like, and it sounds kind of corny, but, like, know yourself, get, get to know yourself, come into your own? As cliche as it does sound, like, that's the main thing that it has helped me with. Like, I full, I, that sounds cliche, too, but I full confidence, confidence in myself now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I think and what my gut is telling me is what I got to go with. And that's all off of Colorado, you know? Like, just being out there by myself, not knowing many people, you know what I'm saying? Out on a whim with just my brother, you like, that's it. Like, you know, and yeah. I know same thing with your fiance, like same deal. You know, you guys are just out there on a whim. You may not know too many people, but hey, the trust is there. The 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 self, you got to trust your gut. That's it. Yeah, man. No, that that that's true. It does teach you more to rely just on yourself and your own sense of what's right and what's wrong and hell, what's even cool and what's not cool. Like uh, you don't realize, like once again, cliche, but like we really are products of our environment. And For until real? you leave that environment you just going to be like them other niggas in that environment. And, and, and I mean, everybody's unique. And I'm not saying everybody's the exact same, but there was so many things about the way I acted, the way I believed, the way, just certain shit that I was like, damn, dog, is that even me? Or is that just what I was like raised to think was, you know, how you're supposed to be? That's right, bro. That's exactly right. You know, it's things that we're accustomed to might not be the things that they're accustomed to. And I don't know. It's just, it, it, it did help me grow mentally, physically, everything. Like, I. I don't know. I feel like I'm ready for whatever comes my way now. Like, I can handle yeah. it. Yeah, definitely, bro. I feel like kind of like that. Most people talk about New York City when they say this, but, like, I, I'm like living in the Bay Area. It's essentially the most expensive place to live in the world. You know, I really have that feeling. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere, like, like for real. Um, yeah, man. But I, I want to get into a little bit of your musical style a little bit and, and and it's one of the another one of the things that just jumped out and separates you from the pack because i just I'm, I'm sorry i'm just gonna kind of hype you up right here a little bit i uh, like so like man there's so the rap game is hella oversaturated i'm sure you know this everybody in their fucking dog wants to be a rapper um, sure. and, and a lot of this shit is like just like either trying to ride the wave of whatever's popular or sound like whoever they like listening to, or it just, it, it, the, the inauthentic authenticity, the unoriginality just is like super obvious when you listen to a lot of people's stuff, especially a lot of up and coming people's stuff. Like you can, it's like, damn, is this like a cover band of like, uh, you know, rapper X, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, but, but like when I hear your shit, bro, like, and it comes from that shit we were just talking about, about being confident in yourself and believing in yourself. Like, I really feel like when I listen to your music, you ain't trying to sound like nobody else. You ain't trying to ride no waves. Like, and I'm not just saying that. Like, that's like, even before I realized it was you, that's what I liked about that song. I was like, this is like some, uh, his own man right here. Right. So that's what I really go for, bro. Making my own beats is it's 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 tough. I don't outsource for no beats, you know what I'm saying? So that really that really persuades me to really have to come up with my own things, you know, because it's my own sounds from silence. So and, yeah. and strive for that like originality. Like you you're right. A lot of people are cliche, which is cool to me. Like I like all types of music. Of course, I'm pretty sure you being a light skinned brother yourself, you can <laughs> a, dabble into all genres, you can damn yeah. say. Of no country songs, I know, you know. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just take it into consideration. Like there is a lot of people that that feel like up and coming. You have to hold yourself to a certain standard. You have to rhyme like the wave is doing, like you said, like rap like the other rappers in a sense. Me, I'm just like, I have the studio in my house. Whatever comes to my mind, I'm gonna lay it down. Whatever 
beat melodies come to my mind, I'm going to lay it down. Like, shout out my people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got my love for my people, RMT, you know what I'm saying? Forever though, that's my boy Vintage right there. But yeah, yeah I just... Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in live, for real. I appreciate oh, you. But my, my, my inspiration really is from, from the West Side. Like, I was born in San Bernardino, California, and I lived okay. there for a while, but... And I would go back and forth, but I really stick to that a lot. And I try to not box myself in. I try to yeah. tap in everything like that. Like, I'm pretty sure I remember now. It was a song for her is what the song's called. And it's more, okay. more, more songy, but to me, it's like, I don't know. It's 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 what came to me at the time. Like, we, I have the, the, what's the right word? I have the accessibility to different plugins and things to, to do with my voice and all this other stuff. So... It's just fun. I just like tapping in, bro, and, and really not being too self-conscious. Trying not yeah. to. Yeah. No, not and it, it's obvious that, that you're not because, like you said, exactly. Like, it, you kind of put yourself out there a little bit in your music, right. like, more than a lot of other artists. That some people might hear this and be like, this is Stevie. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? Knowing that and having that knowing, but still, you know, just being like, okay, it might not be for some people, but... For some people, it might be exactly what they were thinking, or or I like feelings, you know. When the music, is, it's all about how it makes you feel to me. So, definitely, what, yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, and and like I think there's like this factor in people, right? Where like a certain segment of people will like spend their whole life trying to prove to everybody that like, hey, I'm the same dude I was when I was 16. And exactly. it's like to me, that's like the exact opposite of what I'm going for. Like when I want when I hear people talk to me or listen to one of my podcasts i want to be like damn that's the same dom from from back in, in, in you know what i'm saying in in, in apartments <laughs> you don't got to tell me that to for me to know that it's just breathing off that's what i'm going for like i it sounds funny going for it's not what i'm going for that's what i live by like you just said bro everybody wants to say like i never changed i never changed but to my people that haven't seen me in a long time haven't been around me in a long time i'm still the same funny weird stupid dude you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what i really try to breathe through my music whatever i'm thinking at this at the time whatever i'm going for i have my friends in the studio like what do you guys think what do you guys think but at the end of the day you know i tell them same at, right after that breath just do with what you feel you know it's what you feel so no that's what's up man so i know sometimes rappers hate when people compare them to other rappers but just like for people listening that may, may haven't heard your music or trying to you know picture the vibe that we're talking about like when I listen to your music, and, and I mean that I will absolutely love both of these artists, so I mean this as a huge compliment. I'm getting like currency meets Dom Kennedy. I feel like that's like a decent way to describe your music. How do you feel about that? Bro, that's like mainly it, bro. That's like I really them two artists are like what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh I'm a lot of people think that's to this, like in Norman, that's just what was buzzing around, like we all like to smoke weed and fucking listen to currency. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a real thing. Like, it, kind of forget your problems at the time while you're listening to this deal. And so, yeah, that's like very accurate that you that you put point that out. Like, I'm and, I'm and, and, super influenced and, by those. Hell yeah! I'm glad I'm glad I didn't miss because sometimes that can be awkward. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it, it, you can hear. It, but like I said, it's not like an imitation. It's just like I feel like you guys kind of have a similar like mission when you guys sit down to make a song like you guys create a whole vibe like a whole story a whole like all of your raps like another thing you have in common with those two dudes like your raps make perfect sense like it's right. like it's like it, it like 
it just makes sense. Like if you were reading it, it would make sense. Like if you were reading like a, a little Uzi Vert song or like a Migos song, if you're just like you'd be like, what? This isn't even like a sentence. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I was going to. Like when I write it, bro, I just try to write in an actual sentence. Like as if I'm talking to somebody. If I'm really like coming through the speakers and I'm sitting right there with you. You know what I'm saying? So as the time goes, bro. People that paid more attention, I'm not gonna stop. So I feel like that's only gonna bring more people. But like, so as people get to listening and we get better with it, I feel like that's just gonna get more and more prominent. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that feedback, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's obvious to me too. And, and just like the, the the honestness, like you rap about like real life stuff, and I'm not talking about like what rappers call real life stuff. I'm talking about like what people, you and me, the viewers listening, the just shit people go through in life. I ain't never killed nobody, bro. I I'm not out here robbing niggas left and right. Yeah. You know? I'm not doing and, that. And, and neither have those niggas is the whack part. <laughs> like for real, like like exactly. That's the thing. I'm just not trying to cover up who I am and trying to make people believe that I'm something that I'm not. That's the key for me. You know what I'm saying? I'll never do that. I like girls. I like weed. I like money. I like you know nice things. You know I like. Being by the ocean, you know what I'm saying? Skateboarding and shit like that. Anything that pertains to that, that's what I'm all about. Like, vibes. As cliche as it may sound, like, anything vibing. No, no. Like, and I feel like that's an accurate representation, exactly. Because, like, what the, these rappers, man, they, they, they really paint themselves into a corner. Because when they're coming up, they talk about nothing but violence and cars and hoes and all this and toxic-ass shit. And right. When in reality, they just being normal niggas in the apartment smoking weed, playing two K with them while they're writing all this. But then when they get on, that then they feel like they have to really go do all that shit, and they fuck all their whole shit up. For sure. Whenever I get on, when it happens to me, I'm not gonna have to do anything different. You know what I'm yep. saying? The people fuck with me because they fuck with me, and that's how I'm gonna keep it. I don't care if it takes a hundred years. You know what I'm saying? Until after I'm dead, till people catch on to this. But you know. Sooner or later, it'll happen. But as for now, like we just said, I'm just doing me and just trying to keep it cool. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Um, so now what I want to do, I want to kind of go through the project 200 plays, but I feel like it'll spawn some kind of spinoff little conversations. I'm going to kind of just go song by song, give a little comment, see what you think about what I have to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, so so the, the title track and the first song on the project is called 200 Plays. Yep. And – um. This one definitely, like, the beat itself gives me currency vibes. But my favorite thing about it is you have, like, the little intro and outro of, like, the little radio little segment type thing. And yes. it sounds so legit, bro. Like, I've heard that done badly so many times. Like, even by famous rappers, like, it just comes off forced or corny or you're very aware that it's just the guy standing in front of a microphone saying something. But, like, you, I don't know. It really sucks me into the story. Shout out my boy Dos on that. Dos Santos, he's actually a really cool artist that, that we record with, I produce for him and everything. Uh, but yeah, we were just in the studio and we were trying to you know, think of ways to, to turn it up. I've always wanted to do that. And like you said, it's so hard to do that radio edit and that, and it, it, it is it, to not make it sound forced and everything and, and everything. But me and my boy, we were just vibing, you know what I'm saying? Having drinks and that's just what we do. Like it's in the moment, forget everything. Nobody's judging you, nobody's judging anybody. Let's, if you were, for a second, in an actual radio station, how would you do it? And so that's how we came about that. And the yeah. song it just represents everything I'm about, you know what I'm saying? In the first opening bars, I said, I'm at the crib again getting shit out of the fridge because I remember when it wasn't nothing in this bitch. Like, hey. like seriously, like, 
making a yeah. sandwich. Like, you know, they. I, I love your bar. I don't know if it was this song or another song, but you got a bar where you say, um, I just dropped $500 on groceries. And I was like, my nigga, that's that grown man rap right there. You know what I'm saying? As a, when I got my first places, like my first apartments in Oklahoma, I wasn't worried about that shit. My fridge would be empty. No juice, not even. No bologna even. Like, and, <laughs> and now that I look back on it, as funny as it sounds, that's just like so just childish to me. You know what I'm saying? Now I take pride in that I'm, we're going, let's go to the grocery store, you know? So, yeah. No, I, I feel that, man. It's just so much healthier, man, man. Be cook your own food, people, for real. Stop eating so out so goddamn much, man. Take it. Yeah, man. But, um, and then also, so, like, I, I noticed your your songs, almost all of them, like, like, they are very different, but, like, I feel like the common denominator is that they're essentially chill. Right. Um, do, do you, you got any, like, turn up in you, or that just ain't you, or you got some, like, faster songs coming or what's your thoughts on like the more hyper i'm not saying it's a bad thing at all i love the chill vibes but just right. i noticed that no I, I i love that like so yeah be definitely be on the lookout because that what 200 plays doesn't represent like everything it does represent mostly i love that but you know i like to say that i have flavors you know like you yeah, never know totally so if you listen to my old songs i got some different like more trappy shit on there because I mean, where we do come from, it is real life also. But, and, you know, I got more slow songs for the girls. I actually got some, like, reggaeton coming. Like, I do a oh, lot of shit. That's dope. It's really just the beginning. It really just the beginning, honestly, so. Yeah, no, no, and I feel that. Because, like, part of creating a project, what separates a project from just releasing multiple singles is that kind of cohesive vibe, that 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 energy, like, like, it's it's a project for a reason, or else they would just be a bunch of random singles. So I, I totally appreciate you know you 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 nailed that vibe on the head, and it's right. really exciting to hear that you have like different flavors as you say coming. Because that's another thing I can't stand I, on both sides. I understand the rapper side and the fan side of this, and hear right. me out. So sure. so it's like a rapper makes a dope ass project, right? And, and 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 say it's the project that kind of gets them on or whatever it blows off people really like this project you're forced with the decision as an artist like do i keep trying to like recreate this or like make more stuff like this or do i just kind of take that leap of faith and see if they like my other flavors too and shout out my, my boy vance the shooter he's in the he's in the shit right now he can he can vouch for me right now we sit there literally all day and we think about this yes you have to lose your mind and 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 really do what you feel but i'm trying to do also what pertains to fans and how can i get more people attached and i know not everybody wants the chill vibe like you said some people want more more up tempo and more turn up so that is a big part of music everybody says it's easy these rappers like to say it's easy but it's really not easy you know what i'm saying so I'm, well, it, 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 it's a it's a balance it's like a dichotomy between you're making art right and you want the art to be authentic and what you feel but you're also essentially selling a product like you have to also kind of take like marketing and, and, right. and just business 101 into account too and sometimes those things can kind of clash with each other so to, to answer your question better i don't want to be in one box. I don't want mm -hmm. two plays to be what I want it to be well prominent and well known that that's what I that's the type of music that I'm going to bring you. But also I want people to know that 
everybody's going to get fed, if that makes any sense. I'm going to feed all ears. I'm going to do something that all people can like at one time. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like one song on my project or one single or one of these songs, I'm going to, I got you. <laughs> yeah, something's coming for you. I feel you. That's real. Like the perfect example of this that I always like to say, right? And you know, it's like a barbershop type conversation or whatever. But like, because uh, everybody's always like, oh, you know, after the Carter three, like Wayne fell off or changed, or I don't like his new shit after the, you always hear people say that, right? But my counter argument is always this, bro. If Lil Wayne would have came out with four more albums that sounded exactly like the Carter three, niggas would kill him for that too. Yep, yep. You can't win. Win. You really can't win, and and I I've already taken this into consideration for myself. But staying real, staying myself is gonna push me to be that Nipsey Hustle type artist, that currency type, that Dom Kennedy artist. No matter what I do, my true people will be behind it. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Those are the rappers that I I, I just respect because we're talking about when art meets business. Nobody encapsulates that better than artists like Nipsey, like Currency. <laughs> Because they, they're independent. They understood both sides of it. And it's just like a perfect balance Libra scale between art and business. Like, that's what rap is. Like, it's not all the way art. Like, if you try to just feel all the way weird conceptual shit that only you want to listen to, that ain't sure. the recipe. And then if you try to make just, like, commercial-ass, bland, flavor-of-the-week bullshit, like, it really is that balance. Right. right. So, yeah, you have to have the perfect balance. And, and honestly, just doing what you feel to me, like – people can say what they want, but Lil Uzi Vert is the type of artist, that type of artist to me. You know what I'm saying? He may be, make more like what they would say clout music, but at the end of the day, he started with that. He came yeah. with that. That is yeah. himself. So the people that truly fuck with him are going to truly fuck with him. Like point blank no. period. Elders yeah, I agree. Yeah, like Lil Uzi, that's who he is. Like I don't think, like what's embarrassing to me is whenever there's like, just those wave riding ass rappers. Like five years ago, your album sounded like Migos. Now right. it sounds like the, you know what I'm saying? It's just exactly. Yeah. No. 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 I definitely feel that, and that's not what I'm really trying to go for. Yes, you have to adjust with the times, but there's a way to go about it. And sometimes that's the hardest part, Dom. You know that's that's yeah. that's what get hung up is is trying. And I'll be honest, right now is where I'm at. I've just dropped 200 plays, and yes, that's. To me and my work, of course, that's beautiful work to me. And shout out my brother who he did that thing. We all made it happen. And don't shout out my people. We all made it happen. But now it's like, what's next? How do I approach it next? What do I do next to make it to where people don't say that about me? You know, but like we just said, you know, you can't please everybody. I just yeah. got it at the end of the day, what I feel, what, what makes me happy. And if I... I'm sitting in my room and I'm listening to the song back to back and I don't want to turn it off. That's how I know I'm ready to give it to everybody, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. No, it's, um, the quality, the quality is just, it's, 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 it's going to be what separates you, bro. Like it's like everybody and it's cool. Cause I feel like that's the way it should be. Every rapper I feel like wants to be separated by their chain or like their set or like how hard they are. Like, and they forget about the actual music itself. Like, it almost becomes about everything besides the music at a certain point. I'm actually in love with the music, bro. Like, and, and that's, yeah. that's, is at the end of the day, I don't care how many people listen to it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how many people see what we're doing here. I don't really care. It's not what it's about for me. You know, I, I could be on social media all the time, which I know I should. It'll help my presence a lot. But 
so caught up in real life, you know, like I am a young man trying to live. Like that's just what it is. And I want to do it the best way that I can get better. And I choose to sit down and do music, not because I want to people to listen and look at me and be like, oh, he's a cool dude, but truly because I love to do it, bro. It's 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 everything to me. No, I, and you can tell, man, and you can really, really tell. It comes through the speakers. It comes through the headphones. Um, that's what, like, honestly drives me nuts about a lot, a lot of rappers. I sound like an old man, get off my grass, but a lot of these new, these new rappers, like, it's like, dog, do you even want to be doing this? Or do you just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, everybody's got to find a way to eat or – you know, you found yourself in a position, but it's like, do you even like like what you're doing? And at the end of the day, you always see these artists on the internet talking about their label and the, and how they, they're, you can, it breathes off of them that they're not truly happy doing this. And I always tell myself, can't be me, won't be me. Not yeah, me. yeah. And yeah, I, no, that, 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 there's, there's a term in radio and like podcasting where you can, it's called a smile through the the speakers like you can you can tell the radio host is smiling or laughing just but you're not looking at it. you can just hear it right, and it's right. like that that same type of love and energy can come through in music as well and i feel like it, it does for you um also i want to get into um a song for her because um, yeah. this is something i've talked about on the podcast multiple times uh i'm gonna reference j cole here but j cole's infamous line where he's like don't nobody rap about it no more all the, all the, this is the part that the thugs skip. Like, like I feel like that was kind of like that. That song gave me that energy. It's just like, right? Yeah, no, yeah. But... I appreciate that. I mean, to me, that's. I'll be honest. That was one of my favorite songs to make. One of my favorite beats when I did it. I was just like, wow. That's one of those where I can't believe I did this. Like, so proud. Like, I can just to put it in better words. When an artist paints a picture, and when you finally can look at your work, it's just like, yeah. So that song is very special to me. I wrote it, like I produced it, shit. Like, you're right, that's, I knew that that, putting that song on there, it would probably be one that not everybody listened, that would probably be a skipper, to be honest. Like, but true people that want to listen to some music where you're going to hear that and really hear it, like, so. Well, I, I just think it's important, man. Like, and, and I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a little bit old, I'm a few years older than you, I'm married now. Um, there, it, It's disturbing to me I'm going to kind of, you know, put on my, you know, my my conspiracy brother hat right now. It's like, it's, it's just a, it's concerning to me just like the lack of concern with love in like the black community. Like oh, whether sure. that be romantic love, brotherly love, fucking like, I just feel like the like hip hop, black people need oh, love more than ever, bro. They're teaching hate in the music community and that's not what I'm. I'll never sit here and, and put bad out there for anybody. I'm not, that's not what I'm about. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I like making songs that are sentimental and I'm light yeah. skinned. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is, bro. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like, I don't know, like, like, it, like, I don't know. Maybe this is corny, whatever, but I really have never felt more like confident in my masculinity. Then right. when I like settled down and got married, I'm like being a good husband. Like to me, that's manly. Like, yeah. like to me, like fucking a bunch of hoes or taking hoes home from the club. I mean, whatever, right. have, have a good time. I'm not saying it makes you a bad person, but like somehow that's been like the, the standard, the bar of like masculinity or toughness or how to be a man. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's totally right. Like, I mean, I got a girlfriend, like, I'm not afraid to say that. Like, I'm not afraid. Yeah. I'm in a relationship, like, my girlfriend got kids. I I think it's cool to fuck with her kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, 
shit, I like, I don't know. It's just it's, people are scared to show their true feelings. People are scared to show love, and I'm not afraid of that. Like, that's yeah, man. And people and people are afraid of like, like, bro. How many of our friends do do you know, or just people? I'm sure you. I, I've encountered this. I'm sure you have. That like they actually like a girl. Like they like a girl like a lot. Like they fuck with her, but they won't like cuff or whatever because they're afraid of like what the boys will say or or what social media will say. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, you know, that's that's always gonna be like that, and I don't think there's really a recipe for that. But I don't know. I always tell my homies, you like her, you better get her. Go with the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean. And, and I mean, this is probably controversial to say in 2020 cancel times, but like to me, th that's gay as fuck, bro. You like a girl, but you worried about what the fellas think? Like, like you worried about the fellas more than you were? Like, I don't know, man. That that shit is a little funny to me. And I feel I feel like people need to kind of elevate from that that kind of mindset. So yeah, I just want to kind of shout you out for fucking putting a love song on your rap project because man, ain't too many doing it. It's always gonna be there. Yeah, no, I, I fuck with that, man. Also, this next song, speaking of Nipsey, this song gave me major Nipsey vibes. The Rocket Science, uh, oh, the Rocket sure. Science track, like that. Not not how it sounded, like not your voice, but like the message, the energy of like what that song was trying to accomplish was very Nipsey esque to me. And I knew, I knew putting that song out there. That's another one. I knew that a lot of people would not get. Actually, I'm getting more and more feedback just like that. Like. And yeah, that's what I went for. Shout out Mr. Polo, that bottom one that just joined. That's my pops, actually. What up? Oh, yeah. cool. First, first bars, or it's not rocket science to make it. You know what I'm saying? It's not. You just got to want something. And that's what my dad always told me that. Like, it's not rocket science. You know, if you want something, go get it. Like, what? It's, it's, yeah. Not, it is common sense. It's, it's not hard. Just do it. You know, just yeah. do it. It's simple as Bro. taking out, the, you know? Simple yeah, as taking like, like, I don't know, like I said, with this journey that I'm on with these podcasts and just trying to kind of steer my life in this other direction, kind of at age 26, I, uh, it, it spoke to me, bro. Like, like, it, cause that's what I've been telling people that damn near this, like whole quarantine, like people have like seen what I've been doing and maybe asking for advice or tips or, or whatever. And I'd be telling them damn near the same shit that your song says, just like, do it and don't stop doing it and care about it and get better at it and work hard. And I don't know. It's whatever. It's literally just like football, man. Like that's it. You want to get to the championship. You got to work hard at it. It's, it's literally like doing household chores. You may not want to do it. Yeah. It sucks. You know, just like the podcast, you got to remember shit. You got to do shit. You got, it's putting in effort. It takes yeah. effort. Time but and effort. What doesn't take effort? You know what I'm saying. So if you if you don't got no drive, you ain't gonna get nowhere. And that's really what rocket science is all about. You know, those girls. Yeah. I said in the in the chorus. You know what I'm saying. There's girls that don't gotta wait in the line. They don't have they don't have no patience. They have none of that. They get straight into the club, and that's just a metaphor from life for me. I mean, I'm not a sexy girl with high heels, <laughs> and I can't just skip the line. I might have to wait in the line, but I'm gonna get to where I'm going. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to not wait in the line. Everybody wants to just have overnight success. Yeah, straight yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. It's all about patience. It's all about a grind. It's all. I, I love the hustle. I love. I love working. I love things that grow in value. Like I love to do things, you know, the hard way. I guess you could say. So that's what that's yeah. about. 
I, and I think I think that had to come, you know, from our athletic background, man. Like, I'm not saying there's not other ways to like learn stuff, like life, like work ethic and stuff. But God damn it, I feel like I got mine from football. Like, sure. you have to study, you have to learn, you have to get better. As simple as like, that. Man, it's so like out here in the Bay, like there's a lot of people my age, bro, that are just like useless as fuck. Like they never did shit in their whole life, bro. Like Don't they never played a sport. Their parents never made a motor grass. Like no. just, just fucking useless. And then like, cause I would work with these people, right? And like, we'd be the same age. Like it'd be a room full of people my age or maybe even older, but like looking to me, cause like, I don't know, it's just, do, what I'm saying is like, you gotta like learn work ethic somewhere. And like, I don't know if I'm speaking to parents right now or just younger folks watching this or whoever, like, like just do something. Like you can't be a person that just sits around. I love smoking weed almost more than anybody, but you can't just sit around smoking weed, doing nothing with your fucking right. life. Like smoke weed and exercise, smoke weed and make music, smoke weed and skateboard. Smoke, like just do something. Like, there's, it's a big controversy in the world right now, Dom, like, about about the kids and how they play video games a lot, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and how they're lazy and they don't do shit, and they do just sit around and, and maybe smoke weed or, or just play video games and, and don't do nothing, but just like you said, you can actually sit around, play video games, and smoke weed. Learn your shit, get better, and learn how to make some money and an income and figure out, and still figure out real life, just still do real life, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. Credit. There's life outside of the outside of the box. Like you don't have to keep worrying about impressing other people. You know, just I don't know. Want yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Want something? Have have a goal. I don't know. It, and and I gotta say, man, you know, like I, I I being a few years older, you know, I grew up, you know, before a lot of this shit was out. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 Facebook wasn't really out till like I got into high school already. Like I. I couldn't imagine being like, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, like on Instagram and TikTok and shit. Like it's a whole another world these kids are growing up in. But I mean, you know, after to the times, they'll adapt to the times. And I just feel like if we keep keep doing the things we're doing, teach positivity, love and drive and motivation, everything will be all right. Yeah, definitely, brother, man. We'll keep it pushing to this next track, Real Peas, uh, featuring your boy Trip G. And yeah, yeah. um yeah, man, and um, I wanted to just, hey, you know, I wanted to give you a chance, you know, shout out your boy Trip G, maybe t tell us a little bit more about him. And then, uh, you know, you also talk a little bit about like, police brutality and, like, relationships with the cops oh, yeah. on, the, on that track. So I kind of wanted to go down that rabbit hole a little bit. Same thing, you know, uh, I can I can speak for a lot of black people and, and as brown men that, you know, they don't want to see us win. They don't want to see us have drive and motivation. It may sound like DJ Khaled, but that's just real life, like, the society does not want us to be positive and to spread love and to show love. And we can see that it's prominent. People choose to ignore it, but I won't. You know what I'm saying? That's about the police brutality part. Like, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fuck what they have to say, do you? Uh, yeah, Trip. that's another hometown hero, bro. He really does major shit like, for Oklahoma. Like, shooting music videos all the time, never stops working. I really don't know, bro, personally. It's a it's a mutual relationship I have with one oh. uh, jefe. I actually did grow up with him. My brother, you know what I'm saying, till the day's in. But yeah, Trip is a real artist. And I knew putting him on that song that his fans would, would hear that and be like, wow, this is a little bit different for Trip." So I really love that aspect of it. Uh, if you listen to some of his other music, you'll be able to tell that too. Like, wow, bro, really stepped out of his bag on that song. Okay. 
So, so yeah, that oh, was a big dope. And and I'm pretty sure Bro can contest to that too. So, hell yeah, I love I love whenever it's like a true collaboration. Like like, yeah. I, like a true collaboration is like I feel like each artist kind of gives a little bit and meets in the middle, like as opposed to just trying to force a round peg in a square hole. You know what I'm saying? It didn't feel like that for me. It was all done virtually, but still, like the it was just there. Like I sent him the song, it was right back to me. Everything went smooth when I dropped it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it seemed like something he really wanted to do, also. So you know that's that's very important to me. Dope. Yeah, no, that song, man. When I was playing it, bro, it just made me feel like I was driving to old school, man. I felt like I was driving to old school, man. That shit was clean. Sure. Yeah. And and then um, let's see here. I'm I'm gonna skip to the I'm gonna skip to the last track on there. Of uh, you have an L LBS freestyle, and I, I I wanted to get into just your definition of a freestyle because a lot of rappers just make that word mean whatever the fuck they want it to mean. Right. So for that was more like an intermission. I mean, I didn't go off the top of the dome with it. I I that okay. was I believe I didn't have the the written in front of me, but that was just a a. a compile writings that I did have in my head that I just okay. went and it was just recorded in one take or two takes like I, I maybe fucked up one time and then he did it but yeah no pin no pad in front of me that's why I called okay. it that but it was more for no. the song yeah for sure no no that's cool man like yeah and I wasn't you know everybody said everybody legit has like their own definition of it okay. and, and like because, you know, like, you'll see some rappers, like, such and such freestyle, and they have their phone in front of their face, or, you know, and then some freestyles is legit off the dome, or, you know, so. I, I, I like to do, I like to do, so, a real freestyle, you know, we all know what the real freestyle is, is no pen, no pad, no written, no nothing, just straight raw, whatever you can think, you split words. I do that damn near every day at the house, like, I just. That's turn practice. Yep, every day. Turn Pro Tools on, turn the mic on, and I literally say silly shit until. I can't no more until I'm tired of it. And then I'm really like, okay, like I want to make a song, like an actual song. Get dope. So that's like, that's like a warm up on like, like an athlete stretching almost. Oh, for sure. Like if I, if I, that's uh, dope. If I pass tomorrow, I'm pretty sure my bros would drop all of them funny <laughs> going stupid drunk as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fun. Bro. Man, yeah, back in the day, you know, when I was more rapping and everything, or even just as a kid before I even rap like seriously, I, uh, Man, we would, we would like me, Rico, Rodney, Ted, right. like all the boys. Man, we would, yeah, we would be sitting around and we would purposely find the most awkward, hardest to rap beat on as possible, like shit sure. that nobody wants to rap on. Just like as literally like practice, like to make us better, better for sure. And then when a beat yeah. does come, like seems so much more easier to just riddle off the top of your head. So yeah, that's 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 major. And man, that's crazy that you said. I wasn't even thinking of that. But yeah, Dom on a real one, man. Y'all y'all niggas was the older ones than us, so we really looked up to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh real. man, I, I appreciate that, man. You know, looking back, see, like it, it's the classic thing of you know hindsight 2020. Like like if I would have known, you know what I'm saying? Like we had like because when you're young, you don't think about you know people looking up to you or whatever if i if we, it's one of those things where i wish we would have set a better example you know For what sure. i'm saying but uh, hey what can you do you know you live and you learn and honestly i mean you you think that in your own eyes but you never know what other people are thinking about but you know what i'm saying I'm here to tell shout out to all those people you just named you know what i'm saying they pop up whenever i see them i just already oh, start riddling off and it's nothing but good good times good good yeah things. good times man 
Yeah, sure. hell yeah, for sure, man. Y'all homies doing big things too, man. Rodney Pop, he goes by Papa Rod now, and okay. he has a song called Hit Him Where It Hurts that has yep. like legit over a million spins on Spotify. Like he, 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 yeah. Yeah, yep. shout out Papa Rod, man. Uh, he, he, he's doing the damn thing. I'm happy for him. Um, but man, I wanted to kind of kind of get transition here. Um, I want you to kind of compare because you've spent time in both Denver and OKC, right? Like, um, kind of compare and contrast like the music scenes there, or do you uh, just kind of do your own thing and you ain't involved in really any music scene? So I try to like, damn, that is a tough one because I don't. <laughs> Seem like I'm bashing anyone or, or anything like that or say anything like that. Both both music scenes are growing tremendously, like all the time. Yeah. Even with like people that weren't really out in the scene really have stepped out in the scene. People have some people have fallen back, you know what I'm saying? So but yeah, like it's it there's a big difference. Colorado likes EDM music and they're more uh how do I say it? Like the it's just harder for urban, I guess, for urban music. Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought that was going to be the answer, but I, I wanted to hear it. Yeah. There's big artists. There is, there's a couple dudes that are signed to major record labels out there. And a, and a couple people really do big things out there. And, and I guess it, it's harder for sure. In, in Colorado, it would be harder, but like, like you just said, I don't really think of myself in it, in a scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, for my, for whoever wants to listen, I don't care if you're, I got people in Puerto Rico, shout out my people here in Puerto Rico, but, like, I got, you know, I'm not trying to do for one side, you know. I'm I'm here for all, so. Yeah, no, that's what's up. Yeah, there's definitely a big difference. Oklahoma scene is getting crazy, though, now. As yeah. I'm, well, I'm a bit to, 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 you know, do some business, but, yeah, there's some major things coming up in Oklahoma now. Well, what people don't realize about Oklahoma, like, I'm sure that my – you know, viewers watching from Cali or the Bay or whatever, or Colorado, what they may not realize about Oklahoma, like when you, when the average generic like outsider thinks of Oklahoma, you know, they think of Garth Brooks and country music and shit, but like, but if you actually just drive, spend your day driving around Oklahoma city with your windows down, you're going to hear nothing but rap music. For, for sure. Even people, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, like, and I, I, I kind of like, in a way, took that for granted. Like, when I, like whenever I moved out here to the Bay, because, you know, the Bay, you don't know for too short and E-40 and stuff, but I'll be real. Like, with the exception of, like, certain neighborhoods of Oakland, it's not even all of Oakland anymore. It's, like, certain neighborhoods. Like, the Bay Area doesn't have a lot of, like, black culture. Like, it's super diverse. There's a, so many, you know, Asians, Indians, Latinos. I mean, it's really diverse. But as far as just, like, American black culture, like, hip-hop culture it doesn't have like a root really like you would think it does at, at least in, in, in like i said in certain neighborhoods and certain crowds but like in oklahoma i feel like it was just like unanimous like you could be at a country-ass party and they're going to be rap playing like there's there's some history here you know what i'm saying with 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 yeah. our with and everything so and i compare denver to that way sort of you know what i'm saying I, I, it's closer to the South Colorado is, you know what I'm saying? So they really, really go hard for the culture and everything. They really hold themselves to a standard than trying to keep that going everywhere. So I do appreciate that aspect of it. You know, Colorado is yeah. a very diverse place in Denver, especially there's like you just said, bro, there's all walks of life. So man, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not bashing it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I got people I fuck with tremendously out there. So, 
Yeah, I'll say too about the Bay. It's pretty weird too. So like, if you meet a white dude from the Bay that listens to rap, like he only listens to Bay rap. Like you are not gonna catch like a white dude from the Bay bumping like Gucci Mane or nothing like that. Uh, That's that's see that's something that would be hard for me, especially you know what I'm saying because we're from Oklahoma, we're from the middle. We everything fed into us from the East Coast, the West, the South, even Northern. Like everything fed into us. So. I don't know. That's hard. I bet you. Have yeah, it was. It was an adjustment. Like, like, cause, like, they were. They were just like, if you're, if you're having a conversation with somebody in the Bay, they're mm-hmm. gonna bring up some like 15 year old E40 album, and if you can't name like what's track number six, they're like, oh, get the fuck out of here. It's like, oh, sorry, I don't. <laughs> don't try to play any other artists either. Yeah, no, it, like seriously, bro. It's like short E40. Keep yeah. the sneak, like them, them Bay Area as artists, which I love. It's grown on me. Yeah, it's sure. grown on me. But like yeah. when I first moved out here, I was like, "Whoa, what is what is this?" I fuck um, with you. I mean, I mean, I probably for the first couple of months, I'll be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, man." But it, it is cool though, just being from a place that like really does fuck with their own, though, because you know, like you said, in Oklahoma, everybody's listening to you know. Texas, Atlanta, you know, all other cities. But out here, like, people really listen to Bay Area artists. So. And that's tight to me, honestly, though, in another aspect of it, because if you're trying to come up and, and you the, – the city shows you so much love. I wish both Denver and Oklahoma had more of that, you know, just just – uplifting your own and i'm really like if you if you see me on i'm usually uplifting somebody i'm not afraid to post other people's stuff on my on my feed like i'm i'm really trying to show that it's okay to be supportive if you like some shit that's what our social media is for like that's what in the bay man so many artists coming up on the west side just because the inner city people showing the love to it first and being like no you need to listen to this this bro is from here and people are like what let me hear this you know and then it catches on like that and more and more and more and more and then before you know it it's like it is now like we think from the south and more over here like i don't know it's harder for for us to get on because the hating aspect of what you would call it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no i i i feel that um the 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 envy. I also feel like maybe, and, and I'm not making excuses because I know exactly what you're talking about in like the Oklahoma like hip hop scene. There is a lot of like competition, but not necessarily the healthiest competition. And like, uh, but but I think it comes from the lack of opportunity. Like if you're an LA rapper and another rapper gets on, like who gives a shit? There's still 90 other record labels that could sign you. In For Oklahoma, sure. it's like if one person's getting the shine. Yeah. Like, I mean, there ain't really that much, you know, love to spread around. That's that's how you that's how they perceive it. But if one person does, then you have more and more eyes on us. And they, not everybody is closed minded. You know, I'm the type of person that if I hear an a album that I like and they have a feature from a dude that I don't know, I'm going to tap into that dude if I like yeah. that, that female. Yeah. You know? So, so I, I try to keep it as open minded as possible, like. I, the more eyes, the better on Oklahoma, you know, if yeah. shout out that, that is doing it, you know what I'm saying? That is going the extra mile to get more eyes on himself because that's only put more eyes on my, on my music. So. No, no, I feel that. Yeah, I'm the same way. That's how I usually find my favorite new artists. Like if they're featured, I'm like, Oh, who is this? Oh, what other songs do they got? I feel you. That That's definitely a good way to look at it. Um, man. Um, let me see. 
So, like, before the pandemic hit, were you, like, performing at all? Yeah, I did a couple performances in, in Colorado. Uh, right, bef right, right when it hit, I had got back from Puerto Rico, and we did a little house show, but it turned out to be, like, way more fun. It was so, like, small and, like, probably the smallest thing I've ever done, but had the biggest turnout, the most inter crowd interaction, and... Yeah, that was that was really fun. So I can't wait for it to be done so I can try to, you know, do more stuff like this and, and do more more shows and just show more people what I got to offer. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So you so you definitely envision yourself, you know, as like a performer, not just like a studio artist, you know, because not everybody can do both, right? For sure. And it is a tough thing. It is a tough thing to do both, uh, because you know, the performer's music is usually more repetitive and trying to keep up with a show. And my studio artist is more not something you can perform, but you know, doing both and figuring out how to do both is an art in itself and shit. I feel like I'm really I'm trying to tackle that, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I think I think that can be a little bit of a misconception. Cause I I mean maybe it's just me, but like I feel you, there's those crowds that or those there's certain songs that like the whole crowd's like jumping up and down to and like that's fun. But I've also been a part of both on the stage or in a crowd even where there's like a moment where everybody's not jumping around and they're actually listening to what the fuck that person is saying. And it's almost just as powerful. Right. For sure. Like I going moving when I moved to Colorado at the first, for the first like two or three years, all me and David did was go to shows, like go to shows. This is before I started making music. So we went to hella, hella shows. Like I'm talking EDM shows, rap shows it was almost every weekend thing like any no. doors open and i'm talking this is like 2015 2016 i think yeah so maybe 17 but anyways yeah so i got to see a lot of shit and there was those like super hype shows where everybody's in the crowd jumping almost a mosh pit like like yeah. going crap and then there's these more like i guess you could say who's a good artist you know you listen to fora uh-uh never no well, he's like more of a J. Cole to me, like where it's not okay. like all, all like turn songs. It's more sentimental, like for the people songs where maybe the artist is even sitting down while he performs. Yeah. I even play a guitar while he performs. And th those shows have seemed so like and the same, the same impact, the same most, the same. Yeah. power. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. No, I totally. No, I. I, I yeah, exactly. I think that's sometimes <laughs> and, and myself included back when I used to perform. I, like you're so worried about that energy level being high that there's like different kinds of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I went to the Childish Gambino concert like right before the pandemic, like back, uh, and he came out here, and and yeah, bro, like you can have all types of energy without having 808s and jumping but around. Like, he's like one that does both. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. does have return songs, but then he also has those songs that are just like. For the crowd, like for you to just literally hold on, just listen for a second, you know? And yeah, so. yeah. You you know who who did a better job of that than I thought is gonna necessarily do? It? I saw Vince Staples perform one time, oh, and sure. I and I thought that was gonna be just stupid hype. And there were certain songs that were, but he actually did a pretty good job of walking that balance of like talking to the crowd, you mm -hmm. know, kind of just the peaks and valleys of just riding like the different types of energy. He was a dope performer. Uh, all right, so. Best rap performance you've ever seen, worst rap performance you've ever seen, and then I'll give mine. Okay. Best I've probably ever seen. 
Mm, give me just a second. No, you're good on the spot. And then just hip hop. I watched Currency four times, I think. Five times. Three of those times were in VIP. One of those times was like front row at Red Rocks. I don't know if you know what Red Rocks Amphitheater Yeah, I've heard of it. Amphitheater, like right in the mountains. Like it's amazing. That's, front row. That's so, I mean, of course, I'm biased. That was probably the best. Um, bro, hold on. I'm going to pause you because I'm not just doing this to ride your coattails. My answer was currency, too, bro. I, uh, yeah, he puts on bro. the best fucking show ever. For sure. It's like nuts. Like, how, like, with the crowd he is, how many people just give him shit on the stage. Like, it's nuts. Like, I watch currency do it with Monster Beats, too. I watched him do it, uh, and that's like some back in the day shit. You got to be really a fan to know that shit. But, okay. like, Monster Beats, like, it's like a band, you know, it's a, a bass guitarist and a drummer. And they okay. did the whole live set shit. And that's like one of the most crazy shits I've seen ever. Like, to do that and rap and know to have the the correlation with the shit, it was almost like some fucking Lincoln Park type shit with rap, like in rap though. Like, no, um, that's sick. That, that's I can't. I can only imagine because like Currency is the only rap show I've ever been to, like ever, that they didn't have the track playing. It it was it was a beat, a beat, mic. and going on, and the DJ will just like stop the shit like right on time, perfectly, and he'll keep going in. Like that's some shit that I study. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, yeah, back to what we were saying, the 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 when the pandemic it like before the pandemic I was trying to really perform but when it's done, like when we can pray to God when we get over this shit, like I really want to go in like that, you know what I'm saying? Like fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother level. Um oh yeah, no, so that's so funny that both of our answers are currency. So if you're fucking if currency's coming to your city, go watch that motherfucker. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. But even if you don't even like rap, that's still just a great. Yeah, it's such a good energy for sure. Like, I remember I was on the front row, too, because I showed up hella early on accident. And I was, like, the first person there. And then, but, like, when the, there's, like, the little banister thing that you're supposed to stay behind. He was like, man, why the fuck y'all so far back? And, like, everybody jumped over, like, the barricade thing. But then yeah. people started getting tased. And he was like, oh, shit, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro, we do comedy on stage for sure. I bet that was fucking hilarious. It was, bro, it was. All right, now, who's the worst rap show you've ever seen? I, I know I'm, we're not trying to hate, but, some, you know, you got to give the people a good show or else you hurt your oh, reputation. I got you. Here's a great, great, great one. And I love this artist so much. Like, their 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 work is just, like, a lot to me. Casey Veggies, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Casey Veggies. I went to a Casey Veggies show in Denver and yeah and there was not that many people there but it's just like how we came on how we performed like you said there was a lot of music playing in the background so it was just like hard to make out what he was saying and this is i was holding him to a such a high standard and he played all new songs that nobody knew and you could tell everybody was waiting for his old shit like not necessarily his old shit but the songs that they want you know like that they um, knew yeah yeah no i feel you that <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. No, that um, that that's interesting. That's interesting. I, uh, I, he seems like kind of an indifferent kind of guy, like an, an aloof kind of guy. Like he probably maybe, didn't give that much of a shit. Maybe like we were saying, just more of a studio rapper and not really necessarily a performer. That's true, man. All right, so mine's actually kind of funny. The worst live rap performance I've ever seen was when Chief Keith came to the fucking farmers market at OKC. It was so terrible. This nigga showed up like an hour and a half late in right. like 
like stumbled on stage. But it was like it was whack because like all the openers already went, and yep. then there was like an hour and a half gap where like everybody and it was a Chief Keith crowd, so you can imagine how like tense and ratchet that shit was, yep. and like. We're just like, like, are we even gonna like make it to the Chief Keep show? Or is this like, is this shit gonna get shut down? Like every fifteen minutes, a fight would pop off, and like, and uh, but then yeah, he came out. Huh? He came out, and he was it was it was just so awful. I mean, it, it, the, you you could barely hear his voice. He would say like one every like twelve words, and just kind of stand there. You could tell he was like super fucked up, and, can, and it, but yeah, bro, and it's just like. It made it that much worse that we made it. We waited an hour and a half in this awkward, tense environment to, for some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, bro. Yeah. That's right, especially if it was early Chief Keith. Like I said, I could smell that crowd from here. <laughs> exactly. It was. It was like prime, like love Sosa days. Like, like I don't know. Like, like Chief Keith was hot. Like he was the headliner. Like he was the main. And uh, I, I don't know. I was looking forward to it. I gotta say though, even as mad as the crowd was, we still turned up for Love Sosa. That shit was dope to see live. But yeah, awful, terrible experience, man. Um, Snoop, I've been to a Snoop show. Snoop puts on a kick-ass show. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yep, that. And it was the cool thing about Snoop when um was like, so I, I'm sure you've been to a rap show where there's like these awkward moments where the rappers like literally begging the crowd to raise their hand or just like being super thirsty and like uh. When Snoop did it, like Snoop would say it once, and everybody's hand was up for the whole fucking song. Like it was nothing but respect. Like I'm not gonna not do what Snoop tells me to do. There was like Snoop one four twenty. It was like Snoop Method Man. Fucking hell of people at this fucking at the at this amphitheater in Denver, bro. And I just remember like walking up and Snoop playing, and I was like, "Damn, how many people were singing the songs?" Like that's like remarkable for real. What one other? low light that I'll, I'll pretty much end on is this one show and I, I know he got fans at OKC and I'm not trying to shit on him but it was the worst awkwardest moment of my life. Fucking Prodigy the dude like used to rap with Kevin Durant and shit when Kevin Durant was at OKC I was at one of his shows or something like that and he was opening for somebody and there was this super awkward moment where like like the crowd was just not feeling it. everybody was talking on their phone like it was nobody gave a fuck and then, so usually, you know, you're supposed to just keep the show going, act like everybody's having a good time, right? This fool was like, hold up, hold up. Y'all must have not heard this shit. I'm going to play this shit again. Yeah. He did it. Nobody gave a fuck. Everybody was, it was even worse than the first time. And then this fool had the audacity to do it a third He hurt. Fuck, yep. Yeah. People legit. People legit started to like boo, and it was just like the he ran the same song back three times. Like, no, y'all must have not heard it good enough. Like, nah, dog, we heard it. Trust me. <laughs> Next song. <laughs> Next song. Keep it pushing, G. But yeah, that that might have been worse than the Chief Keep. That was just cringy <laughs> as fuck. Like, I was like, I want to peel my skin off right now and go home. Like, uh, it was terrible. But um, but man, you know what? That that's about what I have for you today, man. I, I'm super thankful for your time. I wanna I wanna end this with just giving you the platform. I want you to, you know, uh, any announcements, shout out your social media, what just anything people can do to support, you know, give yourself your plugs and and yeah, the floor is yours, brother. For sure, for sure, bro. I appreciate it, bro. Like I just like man, 
I appreciate you having me come on here. Shout out to the people that was in the live, people that are yeah. going to be, you know what I'm saying? I, I hope this is monumental to what we both got going on. Like, uh, don't need to shout out my Instagram because I really don't care. You can see it. People can see it right there. Love newbie. Like, man, fucking love. That's what we need. Spread the love. Definitely, definitely. Go check out. Um, it's under Stevie Newbie with the, the S is a money sign. If you're looking it up on Spotify, um, his project 200 plays, like you legit won't regret it. Like I'm not just saying it because you might guess it's good ass music, especially if you like the Dom Kennedy, the currency, like that type of energy. You're going to love it. Vibes, vibes. Yeah, realistic vibes, honest vibes, a good ass music, good quality, good sound quality. Thank you so much, bro. I'm excited to see what, what you know, we're going to have to do this again. Whenever we both a little bigger, and it's going to be fun to look back on. Too much fun. I appreciate it, Don, for real, man. Thanks, brother. You have a safe day, brother. That's so fool.